Good morning and welcome to our daily word and prayer. My name is Tom Short. Really glad to have you along with us today. As we get into the word of God and allow it to transform us, there's so much power in the word of God because there's power in God. And you just stop and think of how God spoke his word and created the worlds. I've been thinking about a song recently that says he he spoke a word and a billion galaxies were formed just in a, in a moment's time. What a mighty God we serve. And that God, we want to talk today about our relationship with him. We're in the book of Philippians. Let's get right into it. It's an exciting message today. Here we go. We were taught, we're in Philippians chapter two, and where Paul's talking about our spiritual growth and our part and his part. Yesterday, we saw the verse, so then my beloved, just as you've always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. And we saw that we're not to work for our salvation, but to work it out, to bring it to its completion. God has begun a good work in us, and He's and, and we're to have our part in bringing that good work to completion. And we talked yesterday about owning our own spiritual condition, owning it yourself, not blaming others, not saying my growth or lack thereof is someone else's fault and not blaming our church or our parents or our spouse or, or our circumstances, but take owner, owning it ourselves. You've got to do this as you look at the Bible. I mean, my goodness, there were people who did amazing things for God who really, you know, the odds were kind of against them, like Moses, Joshua, you know, you name it. Paul. And so we saw four aspects of owning, and I just want to repeat them. They're really good. They, these come from something I read years ago by A.W. Tozer. Number one, you get nothing unless you go after it. Number two, you, have, you may have as much as you insist on having. Number three, you will have as little as you're satisfied with. And number four, you now have as much as you really want. When we think about our walk with God, our closeness with God, we want to let these four principles uh, stir us and motivate us and help us to own our own spiritual growth, not blame it on someone else. But there's another side to this coin that Paul goes on now as he 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 keeps the Philippians two twelve doesn't end there. Notice there's a semicolon in the New American Standard afterwards. A semicolon. The sentence does not end there. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. We'll look at the next verse. For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. Now, that's that's encouraging. It's not all up to you. You must own your condition, and you must do your part, but God is at work in you. What a what an exciting concept. What a what a what an exciting truth that God has takes an interest in you. In Romans 8 it says that God is for you. In John 5 it says that God they were asking Jesus why are you healing on the Sabbath and he says my father is working and I myself am working right up until now. The father is working. Our God doesn't sleep. He doesn't, he's not taking a rest. Our God is active. I don't know how you view God. I've shared on here before how when I was growing up, I kind of viewed God like my grandpa, 
who often would sit in the rocking chair whenever we were would go to visit. And he, he didn't say much. He just sat there and kind of watched us and smiled and was glad to see Tommy and my brother playing around him and having fun. And he thought, I know he thought I was a little loud. I've shared before how he, he inspired me early on. He said, Tommy, someday you may make a great preacher. I said, really? He said, yeah, you're pretty loud. You got a loud voice. But I pictured my grandpa as just kind of a kind, I pictured God like my grandpa, kind of a kind old man who'd just kind of watching the world go by and watching us and smiling and happy and pleased with us. And in Scripture, that's not what we see. We see a God who's active. We see a God who's at work. We see a God who's moving through history. He created the world, and then he didn't go to sleep, like the deist idea, that God, he started the clock and wound it up and now just lets it run. No, we see a God who answers prayer. We see a God who's who's involved in humanity. We see a God who who brings judgments on the world. We see a God who performs miracles. We see a God whose eyes are searching through the whole earth to find people whose heart is completely his so that he may strongly support him. Second Chronicles 16, verse 9. This is our God. And the scripture says he's working in us. He's at work in you, the God who created the universe is at work in you. Years ago, I attended a conference, one of the very first weekend retreats I ever attended with these churches I'm with. And a man who became one of my good friends and mentors, Herschel Martindale, was teaching on this verse. And I'll never forget, it's like I can hear him now, and this was 1975 or 6. That was 40 years ago, almost 50 years ago, excuse me. I can almost hear him today saying that repeating this verse simply over and again, for it is God who is at work in you. And Herschel had a way he would emphasize different words, which is a good way of meditating through Scripture. For it is God who is at work in you. For it is God who is at work in you. For it is God who is at work in you. For it is God who is at work in you. And he emphasized different ver- different words over and again. God currently, right now, working in you. And I took that, of course, to mean me. And that's encouraging. And I want you to realize that as you work out your salvation, you're not alone. It's God, the master of the universe, the king of creation, the creator of all, the the miracle-working God, the one who raised Jesus from the dead, is working in you. He never stops, and he never sleeps. We have to sleep at night, but even while you sleep, God is transforming and working you. What's he do? It says, he both to will and to work for his good pleasure. I like the NLT translation, New Living Translation, that says this, God is working you working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Oh, I like that. Because the the, the truth is, as we struggle with our own temptations, we are faced with choices. And sometimes it's like, well, I don't really want to do what's right. I really don't want to do, I, I don't have a strong desire for that. And yet God is the one who is transforming us from the inside out 
And God does transform our desires. I can testify, I'll bet you can if you've been following Christ for any period of time, that things that there are things that you used to desire that were sinful that don't have a hold on you the way they once did. You don't really care to do it anymore. You, 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 you'd rather, when you come to that temptation and the, the temptation is there to want to sin, you'd rather choose the way of righteousness. It's not a hard choice anymore. doesn't mean you're not tempted. Jesus was tempted in all things, but it might mean that you, that, that, that temptation doesn't hold the power. That desire is not as strong. The power of it has been broken. The chain has been broken. And now you have a greater desire to do the will of God, to please God, and you find the power to do so. And so understand that God, his Holy Spirit, comes to live in us when we become believers in Christ, and God transforms us and empowers us from the inside out. It's important that we remember God has a part, and we have a part in our sanctification. That's what we're talking about here, being made holy. God bringing to completion the work he's begun. Our part is to surrender and obey. That's what he says, work out your salvation. Just you've always obeyed, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. To me, the fear and trembling has to do with surrendering to God. The idea that that, that I know I'm saved by grace, but the idea of sinning against God, it, it's, a, it's a fearsome thing. It's a, I would tremble at the idea. I would say, no, I, 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 I want to please God. And the idea of displeasing him, the idea of, of him not being happy with me, I, I would tremble at the idea. No, so I surrender to God, and I choose to obey God. What God's part is, is to change my desires and to give me the power to do the right thing. Now, here's the thing. Sanctification is a process. It happens over time. The more we surrender and obey, the more God transforms our desires and gives us power to do what's right. And the more God gives us, changes our desires and gives us the power, the, the more we surrender and obey. And so it's this, it's like this uh, upward spiral of growing to be more and more like Jesus Christ. As we do our part, God does his part. And as God does his part, we do our part. It's not one or the other. My friends, if you, if you think it's all on you and you succeed, you'll become proud and if you fail, you'll become discouraged. So understand, it's God at work in you. And as you grow, be humble to say, like Paul said in 1 Corinthians, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am by the grace of God. And understand that, that any good in us is the, is the goodness of God being displayed in us. On the other hand, if you think it's all God's part, that can lead to spiritual laziness. It can lead to spiritual apathy, and it can say, well, I'm, I haven't changed because God hasn't changed me. No, there's, there's a balance here. you got to understand your part. you got to understand God's part, and you want to do yours fully and trust God to do his fully. Now, as I think of this and how this works together, I'm reminded again of something that Herschel Martindale shared at that conference many, many years ago. And the quote goes like this, all that God is, is available to the one who is available to all that God is. It's worth remembering that. What a promise. God, the God of creation, the God who raised Jesus from the dead, the God of the great saints throughout history, 
the God who's at work in this world, all that God is, is available to the one, that's you and me, who is available to all that God is. Amen? Let's pray about this. Father in heaven, we thank you for these amazing truths, and we thank you that you are at work in our lives. I pray, Father, today that you would help each one of us to to surrender fully to you. Don't let us be people who fight and resist your will and your goodness and your mercy and your power. We thank you that you lead us in places where we should go. Sometimes it takes courage or faith, and sometimes they're difficult places. But we thank you as we look back on our lives, Lord, as I look back on my life, I just give you praise because you've brought me through every trial, every difficulty, every, everything that seemed insurmount, insurmountable or, or like, how could I get through this? Lord, I did by the grace of God, and I thank you for who you are. We even thank you that one day you will even guide us upon death, and you will be with us upon death, and you will bring us safely to our heavenly home. And we thank you, our God, you do not sleep, you do not slumber, but you are always concerned about us, your children. Thank you, we have your eye. I pray, Father, give us great understanding of this spiritual balance between our part and your part, that we would rest in you, confident that you're working us, but that rest would not lead to apathy or laziness, but to seeking you and owning our spiritual growth and seeking you with all of our heart. We pray these things, and we bless you in the name of Jesus, our Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, folks, this message today is a really important one. It's really easy to be one or the other. It's all on me, or it's not on me at all. And somehow that tension to find that place where it's, it's I've got my part and God's part and we keep growing at it and we get, we're, you know, we miss the aim sometimes we miss the target and we're a little bit one side, a little bit out of balance, the other, that's what growth is about. And that's why our walk with God, it is a journey. Amen. It's something that we keep growing in and we will all of our lives. It's exciting to walk with Jesus Christ. Thanks for joining me. Hey, if you're new today, I hope you'll join our community, like the video, And all of us, like the video on your way out today. Go hit that like button right now because it helps the the placement page where people see the video. If you're new, welcome. I hope you'll subscribe to our channel. Hit the notification so you'll know when we're going on. But we're, just a hint, we're here every morning, 8.30 a.m. live, Eastern Time. But later in the day, you can watch whenever you want. And you can also listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. So glad to have you along. Those of you who are here every day, so grateful that you allow me to be sharing the Word of God with you. God bless you. I love you. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Bye-bye.